Welcome to the Warrior Way podcast, where we talk about all things Liberty Christian School. I'm your host for today, Jared Malinchuk, assistant at a school, and I'm so glad you're joining us for today's show. Today is episode number 38, and we're talking scholarship and excellence with our entire middle school science team, Heather Spooner, Kate Daggett, and Lauren Gallo. So with that, let's dive into today's conversation. Kate, Lauren, and Heather, thanks for being on the podcast today. How are we doing? Thanks for having us. Good. Thank you. Yeah, it's going to be fun. So we didn't say this in the intro, but this is the first trio to ever be on the Warrior Way podcast. So I'm honored that uh, we did this with the middle school science team. Pretty sweet. So I want to jump in for all of our listeners to understand when I say middle school science team, there's a the power trio here. And I think it'd be fun for the three of you to introduce a little bit of your background, uh, your position here at Liberty, of course, and then just your time in education. And Kate, I'll start with you. Okay, I think my path might be a little bit different. So I started here as a parent in 2010. My oldest son started in sixth grade, then I had my middle son in fourth grade. And when my youngest went to first grade, I decided to go back to school. So I went back to UNT and I got my education degree and my science certification from University of North Texas and then came to Liberty in 2015. So this is my ninth year. This is my ninth year teaching. Love it. Excellent. Lauren, what about you? This is my seventh year teaching at Liberty, and I'm also the middle school girls strength and conditioning coach with Coach S. But overall, it's my 29th year to be involved with Liberty since I am a Liberty lifer. So I started in kindergarten, went through 12th grade. I also taught in upper school for a semester. But before that, kind of a unique path. I actually did wildlife research positions before I kind of realized that I enjoyed the education side of it and decided to apply for a job at Liberty when it opened up. Okay, that's fantastic. So what year for graduation from Liberty? What year uh, for you? 2007. 2007. All right. So you got to give you a couple seconds here. Give a couple shout outs of uh, people from your Liberty days. They could be current employees or former that you just absolutely loved as teachers or coaches. As a teacher, probably Heather Lytle had a huge impact on me, just how much she loved science and kind of poured into us. Love it friends if they happen to listen to it I still hang out with like Mr. Parker's daughter and there's a group about five girls of us that try and get together and we all started at Liberty and then some came in in like third grade and then another one came in in sixth grade and we're still friends now oh, that's so awesome Heather what about you so I actually um I'm from Louisiana just in case and I just have to do a shout out to Tigers anyway so shout um I grew up there and got a degree in elementary education, but then I was like, mm, I don't want to teach. I really felt God was calling me to the mission field. So for five years, I spent time in Russia and Africa teaching at an international school there. And then I moved back to Louisiana and then I moved to Texas. So in between there, I think I taught like 10 years. And then um, when we moved here, I heard about this amazing, fantastic school. <laughs> so I started subbing. And then after I subbed a couple of times, I just thought, how can I get my kids here? So um, I applied, and so I taught in lower school, third grade a couple years, and then fifth grade, and then this is actually my first year as a sixth grade science teacher, so yeah. That's fantastic. There's a lot of great experience on this team, for sure. So one more on this, and okay, you have an interesting anecdote when during your student teaching experience with a connection to Liberty. Tell us about that. So at UNT, you do a year of student teaching, and mine was in Capel, and Katie Sayers what, who's in lower school now at Liberty, was my mentor teacher for a year. A small and world. The entire time. And Cindy Coggins was across the hall. And wow. I knew that her daughter, Ashley, was here at Liberty. And I knew, like, Katie should be at Liberty. Like, that was just something I always felt. She just had that 
she had the Holy Spirit in her for sure. So that was something. So when she finally did apply over here, I was just so excited. <laughs> the Lord worked all that out for good. Yes. Let's talk a little bit about the recent science fair that was just completed at the time of this recording. And middle school families that have been through our program are probably generally familiar with the science fair. And Kate, I'll kick this back to you. Tell us a little bit of what is the middle school science fair, kind of the who and the what, who's it targeted towards and what kinds of kids participate in it? So it's targeted toward the middle school honors and they always kind of come in a little leery or sometimes I have kids say, oh, I didn't want to take honors because I didn't want to do science fair. (laughs) And sometimes I've talked them into it. And what they find is like, you can choose anything you want. Because I've had kids come in and say, like, I don't like science. And I will be like, okay, I don't want to do chemistry, but I teach life science. That's (laughs) the best one. So there's always a subject they can find. And you have so many baseball and soccer and kids that kind of put it toward their sport. So I feel like they learn that they can do something they're curious about. And that's where they need to start. So is it more or less their first uh, maybe major attempt at the scientific method? Would that be a good way of summarizing the expectation? So, yes. Yeah. So sixth and seventh grade, we go over a lot, like the scientific method and your variables and how to set that up. And then in eighth grade, they do it a little different. They do a claims evidence reasoning because okay. we see that in science. So they do it just a little bit different. But each way you're going through different steps and you're just going through a process. And I feel like it's it's been really good. The kids seem to get excited and take a lot of pride into their projects. Oh, there's definitely a lot of work that went into this and touch on the, there's judging involved too. And not the bad kind of judging, we'll leave that for a different podcast. (laughs) The good kind of judging, what is that? What does that experience look like? So we do the grading. So we give them a rubric and we tell them what they're going to take points off for, like what we are, but the judges have a different look. And so sometimes they can just see the science behind it and they're looking at a little bit different and kind of, and that's hard. I mean, cause there's some subjective opinions that go into that and you know you have to kind of look at the judges and then we try and get the judges to tell like what are their top ones and then we have some some people on staff that come in from that have science backgrounds or some judges that'll come in and like pick a best overall projects. Lauren and Heather any kind of just general takeaways from this last batch of science projects with this year's science fair? I would say this year's science fair had more AI based projects just because it's been in the news and I know in eighth grade they had talked about it with chat GPT and all of that. And so our second overall winner, she did an AI project and she basically was asking if people could differentiate between an AI written essay and a human written essay. And the ones who could, you know, tell which one was written by which better was actually women. Um, But overall (laughs) it's because I know (laughs) overall it's because the human essays had more emotional, like human emotions um, where the AI essays had just facts and opinions and there was no emotion. Mm. The best project and she did end up winning overall. She actually made snow. Um, So I told her that she needed to take her little contraption to Dr. McCullough's house so we could get a snow day. (laughs) Um, That's awesome. (laughs) But she, had to wait until it got cold enough. So that big cold snap that we had, she went out with an air compressor, changed the pressure on it, added water, and she was able to figure out the pretty much exact pressure she needed and mm. temperature in order to make snow that was capable of making a snowman, essentially. So it was awesome. I told her she needs to have a little side hustle when she gets older, <laughs> too, um, and do like snow parties. But 
It was incredible. And it was probably the most unique project we've had in a very, very long time. Wow. Just think of, I mean, that, you could monetize that. How many nearby students at schools are going, hey, hey, right? how, how, do you, how, do, how do you do yeah. that? How, how exactly do you do I, that? I think I told everybody who asked me about it, like, go look at her project, go look at the pictures. And they're like, okay, so how do we use this to our benefit so we can get a snow day here soon? Oh, that's good. I think for me, because it was my first time, right? I think part of it was neat to see um, how personal they made it. Like it was what they were curious about mm. um, more so than, right, having a conversation with their parents and their parents saying, what if you did this, right? They yeah. took ownership of it, right? And they started researching and learning more about it. So I think that was kind of fun. And then we talked about this. We did something a little bit different where we actually had our students go in after and do like a peer review of their board so they could mm. spot right the different steps and look at the different procedures and being able to look at each other's work and go okay yes I can see where they did this with excellence or I can see where oh they could have done this better and then being able to talk about those things and not take it as oh you're dissing my project right <laughs> but like right, it's a constructive right feedback for them for next year if they decide to do it. So I think that was something for me that I thought was really neat to see. Well, congrats to the whole team and all the students that put all the time and energy into those projects. And I think the uh, AI theme, I, just a prediction for mm -hmm. 2025, uh, maybe still be pretty strong yes, next year. Probably. We shall see. Mm -hmm. So I want to wrap up our conversation. All three of you have substantial experience teaching here at Liberty. What do you enjoy teaching the most at Liberty? How do you see the Lord working in your classroom environments and you know, it, this is an industry that can be really difficult at times and very taxing, but it's sometimes good to remember the good stuff that's happening. And so, Kate, I'll start with you. I think for me, I love teaching life science because there's so many ways to bring God into science. So like one thing we just talked about today, I said, ask if anyone knew what biomimicry was. And they're trying to like get root words and they were like, life, copying. Well, I said, it's copying God, the greatest creator. So it's things like learning that um, how geckos climb up walls. And now we've designed things that are based on how a gecko is. So God being that designer. So I feel like there's always ways that we can bring God into the classroom. Amen. Just teaching here. My sister teaches at public schools, so we have a lot of stories to share. <laughs> That's a good conversation. Um, it is. Yeah. But just kind of with the smaller class sizes, you get to know the students a little bit better. And I teach eighth grade, so it's kind of a weird, unique, awkward year for all of yeah, them. Yeah. So sometimes I don't it's the weird, like, I'm not sure if I'm seeing the fruits of my labor, but it's when they kind of come back yes. when they're in high school and That's sit right. down and they're like, I loved your class. I loved how you were just honest with us. Or you let us ask questions about things, even if they, mm. you know, maybe didn't pertain to the lesson or you just let us like talk and you would answer pretty much every question we asked you, whether it was about God or about life or about this. So I think some of it just for middle school teachers, we kind of see God yeah. work maybe a few years later. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> and But it is, I mean, just being able to talk to them and get to know them a little bit more and just have those in-depth conversations that might come up just about whatever life and the weirdness of That's being right. 14. <laughs> yeah, how an, how an eighth grader expresses appreciation so different than a kindergartner. Exactly. <laughs> I was just going to add, I know kind of to touch on what Lauren said, one of the great things about being here is like, I feel like this is definitely a God thing, but I'll have like a bad day or I'm like, these kids are not getting it. And a ninth or 10th grader will walk by and be like, mm -hmm. oh, I miss your class. And it's just, oh, that's, that's all awesome. they say. And you're like, oh, I remembered the Amoeba sisters. And I'm like, oh, okay. I think one of my highlights is on B-Days, Keith stops by my classroom every day. And just a random inside joke, he likes to call me mom because <laughs> when he would say yes, ma'am in class, it would sound like yes, mom. 
And so a kid picked up on that. So he'll like see me in the hall and be like, hi, mom. And I'm like, hey, son. And so it's just kind of, you know, one of those fun, unique things that I don't know if you would get at a bigger school. That's right. Mm. Oh, my gosh. I don't know. There's so much. Mm. I, because this is my first year, it has been really neat to watch kind of what Kate was talking about earlier. Just looking at science through like God, right? Mm. The Bible and all of his creation and mm. and actually like talking to the kids about Everything he's created is for a purpose, right? We were talking about minerals and how we need those, right, to survive and what our body needs and something as, you know, vital as that. And then you think about, like, the different animals, right, and how he's created that and how we use that. Amen. And just to being able to do, like, we just started, like, a Bible study with the sixth and uh, seventh grade girls and be, having that even zero period time where they can come in and we sit and open the word and it's like, wow, this is such a cool amazing place where we can create unity and um, love on each other and encourage them um, when they may be struggling. Um, and I'm going to piggyback on your, hey, mom kind of thing, because right, <laughs> some of these kids, I've had them in lower school, and they come right by my room during snack. And if my door's open, I now have, for some reason, a community snack closet, right? So <laughs> there's like goldfish in there, suckers. And they're just like, Miss Spooner, can I have this? And sometimes they don't even ask. They just go in there and get it, right? And I'm like, oh, I don't remember you. Did I teach you? And they're like, no, but my name is da-da-da-da. <laughs> and how's it going today? And I'm like, hey, great. It's wonderful. But I would say that's a huge blessing. And I will say, too, like just personally for me, the families here have been absolutely amazing and loving towards me and my kids. Um, huge blessings and have really impacted me and my kids. Ladies and gentlemen, it is time for the lightning round. Here we're going to have our guests answer as many questions as possible in 30 seconds. Middle school science team, are you ready? Let's go. Maybe. Yes. Okay. I think. All right. Vote, <laughs> vote of confidence here. Kate, I'm going to start with you. Texting or talking, your preference? Texting. Texting. Talking. Favorite band or artist of all time? Oh my gosh. This is so old, but maybe in excess. <laughs> Don't laugh at me. Um, it's a band called the Dirty Heads. Coldplay. All right, and to keep it fair, I'm going to go back to Heather. We're going to go back oh, this way. No, Best right. movie you've seen in the last year? Oh, my gosh. I was going to say The Goonies because it's my favorite. Dazed and Confused because it's my favorite. <laughs> <laughs> I really like the Barbie movie. Oh, it was so no, good. That was, it was really good. No, no, It no. was cute. Kate, I'll stay back with you. Biggest workplace distraction during the workday. Biggest distraction comes from what? The kids. The kids. Myself. <laughs> Maybe myself. <laughs> All right, Heather, back to you. If you were an MMA fighter, use two words to describe your fighting style. Crazy and insane. Uh, scrappy and defensive. Oh, I like it. All right. Aggressive and dirty. <laughs> okay. <laughs> All right. Last but, not, last but not least, I have to ask this question. It's a softball question for the science team. Kate, start with you. Why is science the best subject to teach? Well, not only science, but life science mm. is the best subject because wow. who doesn't love Ooh. animals? Fighting words, fighting words. Right? That's We learn about animals, so I'm going to stick with that. Like That's way better than math, physics, any Rude. geology. Right. Rude. Mic, mic drop. <laughs> because I think it's just all around us all the time. I mean, everything I do in my physical science class <laughs> explains what happens. It explains why their sock is stuck to their t-shirt in the dryer. <laughs> 
I say it's just, it's because the best. And I do all of the sciences, so I'm just going to say that means, right, the best is all of them. Middle school science team, I want to give you the final word for today's show. Go ahead and share a word of encouragement or a scripture with the Warrior community. My dad passed away a couple years ago, and the day he died, we were in his house kind of looking through things, and I found a mission statement that he had written. So I'm going to read it. To say thanks to God every day, to keep my commitments to family and work, in business and personal, my integrity is paramount. To truly live, I must climb that mountain every day to continue to make my own choices and live with them. To not make excuses or blame others, to work hard at keeping my body, mind, and strong and healthy. To remember to both praise and thank family and associates for their help, to go through life with a smile on my face, a twinkle in my eye, and to keep howling at the moon. The last part would, ex I'd have to explain a lot, but just the parts about, you know, thanking others and owning your mistakes. It just, I like to read that. I have it framed in my house. Um, I guess my last word would just be for Liberty to continue being the community that they are. Just stepping up when people are in need, like we've seen over kind of the last few weeks with a couple things that have happened within the Liberty family. And just a quick tidbit, like it takes me back to when I was in high school and my dad was really sick and just how the Liberty community stepped up. My sister and I always had rides to him from school. We always had food. We were very much taken care of by the people at Liberty. And I love to see that that's still happening now. So just sticking as a community and being there for people and showing up when they're in need and showing up to cheer for them at different events too. I'm going to share a scripture that we had our Bible study this morning and I shared with the girls. It's in Zephaniah, it's Zephaniah 317, and it says, The Lord your God is among you, a warrior who saves. He will rejoice over you with gladness. He will be quiet in his love, and he will delight in you with singing. And I just think, you know, that a warrior who saves, right? He pursues you, and he wants a relationship with you. And I think, right, that's our whole thing being here at Liberty is to encourage them, right, to continue to seek him and just remember, right, he delights in us and he right, quiets us with his love and I just think that is such a, a special amazing promise that we have in Christ. I want to thank our middle school science team Heather, Kate, and Lauren for being on the podcast today along with Mr. Josh and Mr. Hayburn for their behind the scenes support of the show. If you have any questions or comments for the show feel free to drop us a line at podcast at mylcs.com. Be sure to subscribe to Wearaway Podcast on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you consume your podcast services. Until next time, go Warriors.